Welcome. <laughs> are we, are we, what, what is this? Well, our podcast, we're live. I know, what episode are we on? Uh, 53, no, 54? I think we're on 55. 55? Yeah, I believe last week's was 54. Well, congratulations on 55 episodes. <laughs> 55 episodes of the Own Your Eating podcast, because prior to that, there's a lot of episodes out there that you did yourself. Well, yeah, this podcast originally was my squat therapy podcast, where I had lots of... I mean, you can scroll back far enough. I never changed the... <laughs> it was Jason's I'm a Bachelor on my own. <laughs> living, no. Living in a house and with no one to talk to. I need to just talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's, the, the podcast has gone through many iterations. <laughs> that was only one of them. I like the current one. The original one was back in Albany, and I was interviewing, you know, I had Austin Maliolo, James Hobart, oh. some other big-name CrossFit athletes. You can now go you, back now far Now you enough. just have Rawls Ackerman. Yeah, now I'm stuck with you. Went from... <laughs> Indefinitely. That's what it feels Forever. like. Forever. That's what it feels like. <laughs> well, we are back live. Last week's episode was great. It was a glimpse into... What it's like to be coached by one of us. You put up. Oh, yes, that's right. That was what it was. Call. Exactly. It was one of my uh, uh, coaching webinar video call that I did with a few of my clients. That was fun. And prior to that, we had the C word. The C word. Which yeah. we got a lot of great feedback on. Okay. We, you know, obviously, we tricked people into opening it up. I don't think anyone that knows us thought we were going to drop the. The C bomb. The C bomb out there. <laughs> but, um, you know, we did talk about comfort and. We have a lot of great feedback on all of our episodes, and if you have anything you'd like for us to discuss in the future, please reach out to us. Yeah, it's always helpful to know what you guys want to know most about. We want to know what you want to know. We do. And you want to know what we know. <laughs> Some of it. You it's don't a want vicious to know. cycle. <laughs> you don't want to know everything we know. You don't need to. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> no, I, I realize... Yesterday, There's too much going on in your head. <laughs> I have this desire to know every detail about nonsense. Oh my God. After we go to the movies. Don't say Even it. when we're in the movies, don't I can say, tell. I can don't. tell. I can tell that Jay is like sitting on his hands because he wants to grab his phone and start Googling like some inane fact about the movie. I go down rabbit holes. Uh, yeah. Like you'll be, when we watch stuff at home. He'll get his phone out. And I know he's, like, not on social media. I know instantly he's just, like, researching weird facts about the film. Like, maybe something about the soundtrack or How do you who know the actor is or whatever it might be. How do you distinguish when I'm just on my phone doing nonsense or, like, getting some social media ready for us versus... I'm actually... Because I can tell when you're, when you're actually interested in what it is we're watching. Like, I know, like, right now, we're obviously obsessed with making a murderer. Yeah. I don't, I haven't <laughs> looked obsessed. that up. I couldn't turn it off last night. I know, I was sleeping. I fell asleep. Yeah, you did. I haven't looked that up, though, because I don't want to know what happens. Yeah. So sometimes, like, okay. in, in something like that, I don't look up purposely because I don't want to know the end result. Right. But I think... Well, you're... you're... Our podcast isn't recording. Oh, no, it is recording again. All right. I don't know. But anyway, I'm having a tough time when it comes to making a murderer. Sorry, I'm just making sure we're recording over here, which it seems like we are. 
I'm having a tough time when it comes to making a murderer because obviously when you watch it, and if you're with us live, give us our feedback or your feedback. <laughs> but, you know, they, they position it in a way that he's clearly innocent. Well, I think that's the thing with, with any documentary or anything really that you're ever watching. There's clearly it's being portrayed from one perspective. Most of the time, there's it's rarely an objective perspective that's being portrayed in these sorts of things. Um, and it's, you know, you feel bad for them, the people that are in prison, but at the same time, you can't be certain that they're innocent. So then you feel bad for the victims. Well, the issue with the, with, and we've, obviously this podcast did not intend to be about making a murderer, you started but it. I started it. I think the issue is that the, the, the whole about family... And so many others for the prosecution don't actually want to give interviews to Netflix. So they haven't been able to portray both sides, really. That's a fair statement. That's but I do think it has been, obviously, they're trying to portray the side of the defense because there's been so much negative negativity and so much portrayed from the prosecution side already put out there. Yeah. So it's kind of only fair to... Even the playing field, so to speak. Anyway. Well, let's get off making a murder, but like you did say, <laughs> any, I died. Any in. comments or thoughts about that, please hit me up because clearly that is what I want to know most about right now. <laughs> I, I would love to know if people are like me and dive down these rabbit holes. You know, so for example, I'll give you one rabbit hole on the internet. I bet. I'm sure. I'm sure people spend hours getting lost down rabbit holes on the internet. I just, and then I'm like, I can't remember this. Why do I care? Like, how you, did I get to this page about? I'll give you two examples. I'll give you two examples. Saturday night, out to a CrossFit dinner after the seminar, right? And somehow we get talking about the Queen movie, which we're going to go see tonight. Oh. And I'm like back in my hotel room, 10 o'clock at night on Wikipedia, just learning everything I can about Queen. What? Even though you're tired? Yeah, it's like my way of decompressing, I This think. is like when Jay comes back from a weekend seminar, and he's like, I'm so tired, babe. You have to get up and deal with the dogs on Monday. Oh, actually, you're so tired because you spent all night on Wikipedia. That's not what I'm saying. I've also worked mm-hmm. a seminar all weekend mm-hmm. long. <laughs> Don't play to the, <laughs> to the camera. So... I wanted to know everything I could about that, and I just get down these rabbit holes. But I like to learn, and I'm excited to see the movie tonight. Yeah. We'll give you our, our, our review on the Queen movie yeah, the, in the, our next podcast. The Jane Ross movie and TV review show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you, you had some questions you wanted to ask on this week's podcast. Yeah, well, I think very other than spending a lot of time watching Making a Murderer, <laughs> we're obviously very busy with the business because, as we're going to announce later, or as you already announced, but we're putting more information out there, we are launching our certification, which is... Our certificate course. Our certificate course, whatever you want to call it. It's pretty freaking exciting. Yeah, I think part <laughs> of the reason you and I love watching something on TV every night, like Netflix, like, I'm, you know, neither one of us are sit down on the TV or sit down on the couch and watch television mindlessly flipping through. But I think for both of us, it's also our way of decompressing from a yeah. day. And I think it does kind of just stimulate our brains in another way. I mean, it's not like we're watching trash on TV well, generally. Uh, you could argue that making a murder... I think that's interesting. I'm learning so much about the criminal justice system. We did system. learn a lot about <laughs> habeas corpus. But, and, and I will say, it's... It's okay to 
make time to do that. You oh, know, we just, I've yeah. listened to that podcast about productivity and it's like, if you don't take time to get away from work, mm-hmm. you know, for those that also work from home or just have jobs where they can't get away from, a lot of your creativity mm-hmm. happens during times like that where your brain oh, when, is... when you're switched off. Yeah, they say, yeah. like, not only when you're switched off, but when you're kind of mindlessly thinking about something else. Like yes. the example the guy uses on the podcast is knitting. Yeah, I actually loved that. And I uh, I messaged my mom not long after I uh, listened to that podcast, which is on the How to Be Awesome at Your Job podcast. Yes. Yeah. Just for those of you listening, really great podcast if you struggle with productivity or focus or just want to become a better person at work. Um, lots of useful tools on there. But yeah, I remember texting my mom after that and, and asking her if she still knitted because I was like, this, I need to give her another activity where she's not like, where her brain isn't just focused on work all the time. And she's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, oh, great. I have a project that I want you to work on. But this is like me secretly trying to get her to just me a blanket. be away from work. Do you have um, a, do you have a, I don't think either of us have a, a hobby like that. You know, no, so- I would like to maybe pick something up like that again but it's so hard right now I feel like uh you know the the spare time that I have I I dedicate to fitness and health and right and I was thinking the dogs because well that could be your time like for us though like when we're in the middle of a workout or when I go to jujitsu it's not like active brain stuff where you're thinking about other things you're very involved in the Oh, right. I see. Yeah. Well, but, but I, I do think, notice when I go out and walk the dogs, it's, it's kind of like, you know, I might have some music on or I might have a podcast on, but, you know, I'm kind of away from all other distractions. Yeah. And I would say, you know, that another example they use in that podcast is, I think, when, when other people, other successful people were asked, like, when is that time for them that they find most creativity or they, they come across their most kind of, I don't know, uh, like their epiphanies or have their best ideas. It's, it's oftentimes when they're driving. And I do find that for me, like as much as I hate driving, I, so I'll have like a, I don't know, Howard Stern or something on and I'll realize 15 minutes I'm at my destination. I, I didn't hear a word of what was on that podcast because my brain was just like thinking about ideas. and. That's why originally yeah. I struggled with audiobooks. Because I put them in the car, and that's like you said, my brain would just go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, So then I stopped listening to audiobooks, and now when I'm listening, like I'm listening to nonviolent communication now. I'm almost done. But I'm like actually active listening, like I focus on it. Yeah. Which is different when I have Howard Stern on, which is kind of like my go to in the car. You don't like die, like you can let your brain go elsewhere. So I guess there is that kind of like knitting versus exercising yes where you're purposely focused on one one task yeah but I agree with you and that's why while I hate my long drives on like tomorrow for example I have to go to Orlando when I purposely shut my phone and kind of like decompress in the car it's at least chill time yeah because I you know I try not to do much of anything other than driving like texting and all that these days in the car I'm much better about that well I'm always happy to hear that I get your text and then I'm like, she knows I'm driving. Yeah, but I've told you repeatedly, don't look at your phone in the car. I don't. I don't. So let's let's dive into it. Yeah, I mean, for those still listening, we do have our certificate course. If all goes well, you're going to get a message from us 
Later today. today with with all the information. That's assuming you're on our mailing list or you've kind of swiped up somewhere on Instagram or Facebook and expressed interest. And if you've gotten a message from us in the past, you probably will get it about this. But if not, reach out to us on one of these platforms or email us and we'll make sure you get it because it's, it's A, open for pre-sale, so it's going to be discounted rate, and B, it's open to a limited number of people to start because we just want to test it and make sure everything is going well. So reach out to us. We have a lot of information on the on the page. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know if we – well, we can see what questions you come up with, but uh, I think hopefully everything we've put together and that we'll put out there later is going to answer all of the questions that you guys might have about the certification, but – it's something we're we're very excited about launching, and I'm very excited about it because I came up with the idea. <laughs> so, what were the questions you had for me? Well, I think it's interesting, you know, to to think about the kind of journey you've been on throughout your life that's kind of led you to this moment in time, and obviously, you have for those you know, who know you, you've always had a passion for health and fitness and nutrition. And I think that's just, that kind of stems from your background of being involved in jujitsu from a very early age. Um, but I think for me, I see, I, I can understand how you've evolved and how you've arrived at where we are now with launching a certification, because not only are you passionate about those things, but I really see how you are passionate at pursuing uh, your own kind of lifestyle and just being your own boss and working hard at something that you know you put out there as as your own almost like developing your own legacy in a way you know and I think like I see that in you like you're very passionate about business and just building something that is truly your own so being your own boss so I don't know like maybe people don't know out there what it is that really led you to, what do you think led you to be that way? Because I think, you know, it's uncommon. So many people assume that they go to school, they'll go to college, and and they accept that they should have a nine-to-five. But I don't know, you never you never went down that route. So how did that happen? I'm not sure. That's a good question because I think originally in my life that was the route I was headed. You know, you. I, I think it's funny – you know, in a lot of the books I've been reading, or, you know, on, on a lot of biographies, but there's just a lot of people out there based on, you know, the fact that where they grew up, they're like, yeah, this is possible. You know, so for example, I was listening to a Jonah Hill interview. Oh, with who? With on Howard Stern? Right. Oh, I only caught like a it was couple really, minutes of know, that. It was great, but it was more so like Howard Stern saying like, how do you even think you can become this actor? Right. Oh, I did. Yeah. I got, that's the exact portion that I heard. Carry on. <laughs> and he said, you know, well, I grew up in LA and yeah. it was just like, hey, you can do this. Yeah. Where, you know, I grew up in Peekskill, New York, and it was kind of like, <laughs> all right, you go to high school, like do your best in high school so you can get into a good college, which I did not do. And, you know, I did decent enough to get into an okay school. And then I was like, and then you'll get a job. Like, that's all I knew. Right. There was never, never, I mean, granted, my father owned his own business. But I never looked at it like that. It was very strange. But maybe that's part of it. Like, subconsciously, you didn't really recognize, but seeing your dad have his own business. 
No, I had no <laughs> idea. Like it just didn't connect. I mean, part of it is my parents are divorced. So I don't think, you know, and I, I, while I definitely saw my father and spent time with him, I didn't understand what he was doing every night. Where it would have been different, I think, if he was the primary person I lived with. Right. That's true. You know, yeah. I grew up with my mother who was a teacher and my stepfather who had a, you know, a typical job, but a, you know, business job still does, you know, and business I, job. Well, I don't really know what he accountant, does. Accountant, right? He's not an accountant. No. No, he's not an accountant. Billy? I don't know. No. He works for like AT and T. Oh. Not like selling phones, but like you know, <laughs> and um so yeah, okay. So anyway, I just, that was it. Like, that was just what was ingrained, become a doctor, become a lawyer, that type of thing. And as soon as I went to school, I, you know, I partied way too much in college. So my grades were, they were all right. I graduated with a decent GPA, but it was more just like, all right, now what? And I didn't set myself up for success in school. I had a psychology degree. Yeah, my sister did the same thing, and then she was like, now what? Yeah, like, no one's telling you, hey, dummy, you can't really do anything with that. It's like, oh, well, now you have to keep going back to school and get your master's and whatever else you need. You know, and all the while I kept working, from the time I was 13, you know, I was working at gyms. You know, so when I say I have over 25 years' experience, it's because, like, my first job was at a gym, and then I never stopped along the way. But it was just, like... What gym was that? That was club. That was club fit. Club fit. Jefferson Valley. Yeah, still around. Um, What's that? (laughs) That's a great gym. So, you know, I and there were adults there, like on the floor working with me. Like one of the guys I became closest with, Mike. You know, while while I say adult, I I always thought he was significantly older. He's probably like twenty five, twenty eight at the time. (laughs) But you know, to me, he's an adult. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a job you can have. Right. And then. Just once I graduated college and was living on my own in Albany, I never wanted to, I never ever thought about getting a real job working for someone else. I don't know why. I don't, mm-hmm. and it was miserable at times. It was truly well, miserable I, I at times. I think, you know what, that's so, Im- so important is that you had that kind of early, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> Revelation? In a way, but just that early, I guess, experience, for lack of a better word, of, of almost like an apprenticeship, like from a very early age working in uh, an environment like that, that just exposed you to this ex- to that experience of, okay, well, maybe this is something that I could do um, when I'm older. And, yeah. and I think, you know, the younger you are when you start working – maybe that has more of an impact on you and on, on how you just develop professional skills. You know, I think there's a lot to say for having kids, even when, you know, when they're in school, to do things like apprenticeships. And they do that a lot in Europe. And, and so many of those kids, like, they don't go to through higher education, but they then end up developing their own businesses and being hugely successful at doing their own thing. Well, that's what this was. It was basically an opportunity to leave school early and kind of intern at a... Right. And I started at a physical therapist, and I really didn't like it, so I switched over to the gym, and that's when I did that. But I also had a job very early on as a busboy, and I realized, wow, if I take more shifts, I've made a lot of money. I mean, I was making, for a kid, a ton of money. That, too, I think, when you have that sense of wanting to be independent when you're younger and... And, you know, make your own money. 
Yeah, I mean, I, w- I remember some Saturday mornings, I'd work the breakfast shift by myself and be slammed and make like two, three hundred dollars. And I realized also what I learned there. You're like, oh, I love the hustle. Oh, I loved it. I was like, <laughs> people were drinking Bloody Marys. And I realized like. <laughs> if you get them drunk, you get more money. <laughs> well, just like the more, I mean, I was a busboy prior. That was when I was a waiter. But when I was a busboy, I realized if I was social and interacted with these people and they knew me, they would give the busboy tips. Ah. Like I used to get tips as a busboy. And I knew That's the smart. and I knew the ones that would come in and tip me every time. So you paid so I think there was definitely I've never thought about it from that perspective, but definitely you're learning how to interact with other people. Right, social skills and and I think mm-hmm. to, to this day, I think you know, with kids, there's benefit to sending them to college, but I definitely think more and more people, the trend is going to be for a lot more entrepreneurship going on in the future. It's hard, though. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, part of what we wanted to talk about today was also just finding that balance. Because like you said, you have something like this certification coming out. and It's w- consuming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I put something last week where it was like entrepreneurs are the only people that will work 80 hours so they don't have to work 40 hours. Right. And yeah. that's true. And I think... But it is what you make of it. Like, we've done a lot better. It's hard to, A, working with your spouse in a kitchen, you know, slash house, where you have to find that balance. And we don't often find it for ourselves or with each other. Right. But we get, you get better at it. And I think that is the challenge. It would be easy at times to be like, let's, you know, we, we've changed some lives. We did a good job. Let's go both. <laughs> Get real jobs and, and, and that'd be fun. I can't ever imagine you having a real job. No, and that's the that's what I love about being an entrepreneur. I remember it was one time when I had moved down here, I'd sold my three gyms in, in New York and you know, I moved down here and I'm like, All right, now what? I need to figure out I mean I work for CrossFit but it's like But you were like, I need something. Yeah, it's always Monday like, to Friday to I think my my mindset has always been all right. Is that when you started texting me? No, you started texting me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> After, by the way, we met with our immigration officer. Yeah, I definitely we should make anything official. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, we were recanting. That was funny uh, having to go through our story with immigration. So anyway, you know, I, I remember it was right here over in the kitchen. I was like, man, all right, I got to figure out how to make money. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Like that was like a big light bulb moment for me. It's like a lot of people. You know, and I'm, there's people watching, there's people listening, and I don't like to speak in a way where it's like I'm coming down on them. But a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, poor me, or I can't do this, and I can't do that. It's like, this, you know, you live in the United States of America, where you have the internet, and you have all this opportunity. Like, you can create anything you want out there when it comes to your own business, your own life. Like, you just, it was that moment where I was like, all right, I'm in charge. If I need to... If I need to make money to pay my bills, I need to figure out what I need to do to make that happen. Right. And I think to be a little more tactful, I think what it is really is that people just underappreciate or or don't see the own talents and skills that they have in themselves. Like, for example, so many of our clients have reached out to me in the last week or so that we announced the certification and they're like, oh, you know, I would love to do this. I probably won't be a coach, but I just want to learn more about nutrition. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You would be a phenomenal coach. Like, look at your, like, 
superpowers or like look at the skill set that you have like you're a mom with five kids like xyz like you're you already have empathy uh patience like you're already a good teacher like you have great listening skills like these are all amazing skills and qualities that you possess as a person you just have to figure out a way in which to direct them so that you can offer and provide a service to people and i think oftentimes people underestimate you know, themselves and their abilities to be able to do something like that. I think having the, the know-how in how to pack that all together and actually put something out there, that's part of what we want to deliver as well with our course. So it's not just nutrition. It's actually like, okay, cool. You know something about nutrition. You have some coaching skills and theories and, and, and all that. Now, how do you actually package that all together and put it out there as a business where you can make money. And sometimes that's just the aspect that's missing for a lot of people. Absolutely. And I think, you know, people look at us like, oh, they, they, they've been doing this a long time or, you know, they have a ton of experience. So it's like, yeah, we didn't always. Yeah, right. You have to start somewhere. And the most important experience, I think, is, is the experience you've had and that you can share with people. Um, so, you know, everything else... You'll pick up the practice. You'll pick up even more experience as you go along. But if you have that ability to just listen to people and understand what it is that they want um, and help them figure that out, then you're going to be hugely successful. And I think people kind of get paralysis by analysis. Like, how do I do this? What do I do? And it's like one thing that's helped me over the last few months especially is just having those lists and just checking off one thing at a time. Like, sure, you have a nine-to-five job and you want to – make a change or you want to start your own business, it seems like a daunting task, but just do one thing. Hey, next week, I'm just going to do this one thing. I'm going to, you know, and and break it down into as many parts as possible. I'm going to make a website. Okay. We'll have to have to go to GoDaddy and buy the domain. Then I have to, you know, you come up with a list of 10 things you need to do and just check one off at a time rather than looking at it as this overwhelming, you know, road ahead of you. Right. And that's a lot like, weight loss or whatever other goal you might have in fitness and health. Like most of our goals, our ultimate goals are probably going to take us about a year. And that's, I remember when we got started or, you know, when we were launching the new website really and kind of forming the own new eating business, I was like, Oh my God, we have no content right now. How are we going to get to this place where we have like 50 posts or, 55 podcast episodes and it's like you you're gonna get there one day at a time you just have to take that one day one week at a time and like look at where we are now we have hundreds of posts on our website like you've shot thousands of videos and it's amazing like what you can actually achieve over the course of a year or two but I think yeah having that patience and uh knowing that it will take time is so important Something that, you know, the listeners need to think about is I think oftentimes we compare ourselves to these other people when it's like, A, they've gotten there. Right. They're already there. (laughs) But but they got there the same way, slowly and steadily. And and B, you know, that doesn't mean you can't do it and you don't have to take the same path and Mm -hmm. you can do it at your own pace and you can start any time. It's interesting because I always, I often forget that and I think our clients often forget that when they compare themselves with transformations and whatnot but then I'll listen to I don't know some podcast interview or something like I remember listening to the guys who developed Airbnb and 
they were talking, I, I don't remember when this interview was, maybe it was from last year, but they've been around for like 10 to 15 years already. And I was like, wow, they've only come into my mind in the last few years, but that's why the website and why the business is where it is right now. They've been doing this for almost 15 years. Like it's taken that long for them to really take off and become this amazing, uh, amazing site. To well, it's like what they say, you know, I love Airbnb. our overnight success took 10 years. Right. Exactly. You know, it's, the same, it's the same for us. Like we've grown a lot in the last year, but I think kind of what the whole point of the podcast was, was people don't realize it's taken 25 years of experience to get there. Right. You know, plus all of your experience. So a lot more. So while we may look like, hey, we've got our shit together, it took a long time. Right. All right, let's wrap it up. We've been rambling on from making a murderer to <laughs> all sorts of... I really want to know what everyone thinks about that, by the way. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> if you're listening to this, let us know your feelings. Uh, no judging. Everyone's entitled to their own feeling on that. But we'll be back next week for episode 56, and we'd love to hear your questions, comments, concerns. Obviously, when you don't give us direction, we get off on a tangent. Yeah, we just give you our film and TV reviews. (laughs) So hit us up, and like we said earlier, if you're interested in the certification, reach out. Uh, you, You should be getting something from us in one form of email, message, text, Yeah, if you you emailed already, then we'll be sending an email out to you for sure. Cool. Well, we hope you enjoyed. Have a great rest of the day. Bye.